0: Uh, okay, we are now being recorded. Welcome, everyone. Today's class uh, is donated. Ooh, let me get my thing. Hold on before we start because someone donated. And I have to get the right name. Uh, today's class was donated by Mr. David Yedit. I'm going to get the exact name. Let me just hold this. Stop the recording. No, I'm going to stop the recording. i to pause it. Course. So today's class, uh, dedicated by Mr. David Yadid, uh, in memory of Yeshua Ben Zekiah. Everyone, welcome. Everyone. Okay, we're starting from the Mishnah on the bottom of the Amud Amud Bet. Says the Mishnah, HaMechabet HaNer, one who extinguishes a candle on Shabbat, for any one of the following reasons. Either if he's scared of the Goyim, the old name the Goyim in um we've mentioned this before, there were the Khavrai, these Goyim in Babylonia, who were um priests of fire and they was be that people shouldn't use fire in the house. So if a guy closes it for that or because of things, because of the bad smell, for a sick person so he can sleep. Patur, He is not going to be Hayav, a Korban, for that, for Mechabe, even though Mechabe is one of the third you patur because you're only doing it for a negative reason, not a positive reason. Rabbi, isn't a, a Korban only for if you do a Bishop Command only but it has to be malacha Kufa, which means. But this is not even He's doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose. But when you do something on purpose, no, no, hold on. This we're talking about. You forgot it Shabbat, but you did it for this reason. In other words, when you when you, in order to be on Shabbat, you're going to have to do it on Shabbat, but it has to be malacha Kufa. That you need it for itself. We're going to see soon. It's about that. We're going to see in the Gemara, soon why, how, how it works. Um, but it, let's say, for example, for, for sure, if you say, Wow, I, need, I, I have these wicks and I want to light them a little bit to make them good and put out the fire to make them ready to light, right? If you do that on Shabbat, when you forget that it's Shabbat, then you can bring a carbon in the base of Middush. Because you forgot it's Shabbat, or you forgot it was a sur and you did one of those things, then you can bring a carbon maybe. But you can't bring a carbon for this because even the malach itself is only because you don't want the fire. It's not that you want to extinguish it. Had you lit it, then you want the fire, that's something. But putting it out, you have to want the positive thing of having it burnt. But that you don't want, you just don't want light. It's different. Okay? Uh, one. Interesting uh, outcome of this Mishnah is going to be that when you ask, well, we'll talk about that later. Let's go. Um, but let's say the reason why you put it out is because you're cheap about the oil, you don't want to waste oil, or, or you don't want to waste the wick, or you don't want to waste the candle, that's all. The BOC says no. He says in all these cases, even if you're doing it because you're cheap on the on the wick or the oil, you're still patur. Unless you're doing it for the for the wick, because then you're trying to make a pecham, you're trying to make a coal. That's a different thing. You're trying to make something that works well, that's a different story. But because that's that's the mala, that's the goof of the malacha according to But other opinion, the first opinion is allowing it regardless. Okay. You want to sit next to us? You can. Uh, Irving, you're a popular guy. People want to watch you. Okay. Says the Gemara as follows. Okay. And is you with us? Now, before we get to the Gemara, you have to understand there's a machoikah between Yehuda and Rib Shimon. Well, melacha we she'enat zvicha legufa—a melacha that you don't need legufa. According to Reb Yehuda, even if melacha she'enat zvicha legufa is still chayav. Reb Shimon holds that melacha she'enat legufa patur. Says the Gemara, "Mediktani seifa." Kikhas al ner, kikhas abedirachayav. Shema mina, Reb Yehuda. We can tell you that the Mishnah must have written by Reb Yehuda. Of course, Shimon would never say, because that's anyway. because even though you don't want you don't want to waste oil, but you're not putting it out because you want to put it out. You're putting it out because this, this candle is now wasting my oil. So in order for me to stop it, I have to put it out. But I don't want it out. I just don't want it to waste my oil. That's So if the Mishnah is telling me it's Chayim, that means it's gotta be Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. That's what we're saying right now, okay? Because Rabbi Shimon would never say, according to Rabbi Shem 1, He would never say So therefore, we know for a fact that this Mishnah must have been written by Rabbi Shimon. by Rabbi Yehuda. So if so, then we want to know if the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, when we said the Risha that, that we said that if you're doing it for a sick person so we can sleep, Yanni, the case is over here. You have the candle going on Shabbat. And there's a whole sitting over here and he needs to sleep. So you say, you know, something, I'm going to put it out. And you forgot it was Shabbat. Rasha, we told you, you're patur. Now, we already proved that the Risha was written by Yehuda. So patur for bringing a carbon. You don't have to bring a carbon. So one, well, of course not. We wanted to be high with, with skila, But so we talking about bringing a Cover. But we know that the author already went to be So what kind of chole are we talking? Maya Sikna. If we're talking about a chole that's a sakana, if he doesn't sleep, he's got he's ill with a serious sickness and it's sakana, then mutar, it should be mutar. He shouldn't say patur. Put out the light. You're supposed to put out the light for the guy. If it's he then We should be chayav chata'ah, holds, that you're chayav in such a situation. Welcome, Mr. Marciano. You hear what's going on. We have a we have a problem over here. It doesn't make sense. Not like Rabb Shimon and not like Rabb Yehuda. If it's Rabb Shimon then the first case should be patur also. And if it should be Yehuda, then what kind of Choleh are we talking about? So hence the Gemara, like this. Le'olam, really, we're on Daflam and Abaral. Le'olam, really, be'choleh she'yesh po' sakana. We're dealing with a Choleh that has sakana. Ubedinu, dilitni mutar. And since the Choleh she'yesh po' sakana, really the mission didn't have to say patur. mission could have said mutar. Like we said, if they say put out the light. we don't play games. If they need to sleep, you put that light out, right? You don't play games with Cholash Yisrolosakana. Put it out. Should not feel on purpose. So why did the Mishnah say patur? Since I needed to write in the safe since I needed to write in the so Tani Nami Reisha patur. We said patur because it's the opposite of chayav. We don't want to say mutar. Mutar and chayav aren't antonyms. We wanted to use something that's an antonym. So we say chayav, we say patur. But really the patur also means mutar in this case. That's what we're answering now. Ask the Gemara, This <laughs> there of Oshia says, if it's Kholeshian, then you shouldn't put it out. Im and if you put it out, Patura Valasur. That bright was talking about and Right? It's a regular guy who just he's got this, he's got the uh a life, he's got the flow or something like that. Not a big deal. And that's why he says that since the Malakash and Silkha, you're going be Okay. Now the guy asked the following question, which is to take us off on a very big tangent. Sha'ul She'ila Zu Le'ila Merebi This question was asked in front of Rebi Tanhum. He Noi. From Noi. Ma'u Lechavot Buzina Denura Mekame B'isha B'Shavta? Can you shut the light in front of some Achole on Shabbat in order for him to sleep? Patach B'amad The rabbi started off on a tangent, starts talking about Shlomo HaMelech, okay? What happens? He says, If you're Shlomo HaMelech, he says, where's your wisdom? Where's your brains? Not only did your words contradict your father, David HaMelech, he says, they're also a self contradiction. Worse than contradicting your father, you contradict your own self. He tells Shilomor Why? David, your father says that the, the dead people can't praise God. Sound like dead people, not so good. You say, You say, incoherent that you're praising the dead people who are already dead. So it sounds like you like dead people better than white people. And your father, me "Hallelujah." <laughs> sounds like dead is not so good. And <laughs> I'm not the, you yourself said, in later on, <laughs> you said a live dog is better than a dead lion. So it sounds like you're saying that life is better than death. Even if a lower person is greater, so you gotta make up your mind. Then only you contradicting David. You're contradicting yourself. Says the Gemara. Repeat. Then home answers the question. Lo kasha. How the David This is David said that the dead won't praise God. How he This is what he means to say. Person should try to do as many mitzvot as he can before he dies. She came and she made my you to have mitzvot. Once he's dead, you can't do any talmi mitzvot. Ve'enachos bechu shemach bo, and Hashem can't have any shemach uh, from you. Why do they say that the metim are free? Kevin Shemit Adam. Once the guy is dead, he's free from talmi mitzvot, meaning you don't get the chance to do them anymore. That's why the said that law make me haluvya. When Shalom said that I'm praising the guys who are already dead, what was he talking about? He's talking about when the Jews did a similar desert with Egam. Moshe said many, many different types of requests from Hashem. Hashem wouldn't wouldn't save the Jews. when he said, said, Remember, please, then he was, was answered right away. So you see, mm-hmm. that's why we see that people who are dead already, their work better. Now, what did he mean when he said dead people are better? The way the world is, if a regular flesh and blood king makes a gazilla, we don't know if he's going to fulfill it or not. Him they're going to fill it like They only do it while he's alive, right? When he's dead, they don't do it. They don't it. Once the king's dead, don't give he, what he, he wanted. can right? people, keep still keep them now. That's why Shlomo says, I am praising the dead people because Moshe uh, Abeno is able to keep them going. All, but only Moshe Rabbeinu. The that going to this What does what, what, what David mean when he said, when he asked Hashem, do me a good sign? That my haters will see and get embarrassed. That's what David said. David said, said, he asked Hashem, Hashem, please forgive me for the sin of Batsheba. Okay, hold on one second. okay? Okay, so he says, forget let me get this on. Forgive me for the sin of Bat Sheva. Okay? So, Amaloh, Machulach. Hashem told him, I forgive you. Now, this is what happens here. Amaloh, so David says, imi ot. Give me a sign while I'm alive, so everyone will know that I'm forgiven. I don't, not just do I want to be forgiven, I want everyone to know that I'm forgiven. So, Hashem says, Amaloh, V'chayecha Enimodiyah. So I'm telling you now privately, but publicly I will not tell you publicly that you're forgiven. But don't worry. In the life of your son Shalom, I will let you know that you're forgiven. How it happened? He wanted to put the Aaron in the Court of Hashem made it that the She'arim, the gates of the Beit HaMikdash, got stuck to each other and they wouldn't open. Not a mistake, it's on purpose. Right? So what happens? Amar Shlomo got up and said 24 praises of God and Hashem did not answer him. He says, gates, lift up your heads and lift up the, the opening of the world, and the honorable king will come in, open up so the honorable king should come in. The gates started chasing Shalomor to swallow him up. Yani, you think we're opening for you? You're the Melech They thought that Shalomor was talking about himself. And he's asking to get it open because he's the Melech HaKavon. Right? Ahmad, so the gates tell Shalomor. Me who's there, Merkavah Gavod. That's not Shlomo talking. But it's interesting. The beginning is Shlomo talking. Me who's there, Merkavah Gavod of Tzilim is Shlomo. The gates talking more. Who are you talking about? You. And they say, I'm a Amal Amalahu Hashem izuzin gavods. No, Merkavah Gavod is open for Hashem. Right? Khazar Chazan de'amad, and but they still they still didn't open. For Hashem, they weren't open. Hazar the Amad, Siusharim, Ashem, Usupetheolam, the Abomelkot, Muse Melkbot, and likes what to Melkbot Zella. Lodene Hashem didn't answer. Kevan shamar Lamo, Hashem Elohim, al Alta Shep Nemshi, Zachro Zochera, Lechesti David Avdecha, when he said, Please don't turn away, your anointed one, please remember the, the Chesed of my, my, my father David and when he mentioned David's name, it opened. So for the 24th of the Lord, and talking about himself and talking about Hashem, Mafi closed. When he mentioned David, right away it opened. And what happened, as soon as that happened, the Otasha David Those who hated David their faces turned like the bottom of a pot. It seems like even while David was dead, there was still a bunch of David haters around. And when Shilomor is already six years king, if I'm not mistaken, four, five, six years king, I forgot exactly. But even six years later, there's haters David and their faces turned white. That Hashem obviously forgave David and look, it wouldn't open until he did it. Rabbi. Yes. Are you are you saying that because David was dead already, that Hashem answered Shlomo? Is that proving the point? What we're doing yeah. is like this: David asked that Hashem would publicly forgive him while he's alive. Hashem denied that request, but he did take care of him six years later, after he died, when Shilomo was king, and they're going into the Beit HaMikdash, There was a public scene where the tzitkut of David was publicly displayed and was unalterable. No one could, could deny that David was a tremendous tzaddik. And I'm pointing at that at that point, there were still David haters around. The Gemara is saying that the David haters, their face turned black like the bottom of a pot. What David haters? He's dead already. What are you hating him for? They're still hating David. They're saying he's a big Asha Well, he's dead. But Hashem took care of them. Okay? No, but I was thinking, because it was going back to the point, part you said before, that the dead people have more power when you pray on from their behalf right okay again so, so that, it could be that could connect to that as well yeah that, that could be another connection but we're telling you here that, in that David wants to be um, vindicated publicly Hashem denied that in his lifetime so in other words the fact that he did Teshuvah doesn't necessarily get you uh, public vindication and it could be that there's a reason for that also you know when someone does a serious <laughs> sin well, at least whatever they want to call the sin of David, I mean, something that looks like a serious sin, Hashem doesn't always want to give a public, a public vindication in the lifetime. Okay, and, and everyone knew that David gets got got forgiven for bad That's why the Shilomo said, "I praise the people who are dead already because they're lucky." They turned, their face turned black because they're all saying, look what a big Rasha he is and look, now all of a sudden the, the only way to get in is with the David Zichut. That's why it said in the Pasuk, It says that on the on the eight, eighth day on Shemini HaTzeret, he sent them home and they blessed the king and they went to their tents, happy. On all the that Hashem did to David, his servant, and to the Jewish people. Now, when it says when they went to the tents, every single Jew who went home, his wife was tahor wasn't an idah. Hashem worked it out. At that time, everyone was tahor when they get home. Why were they happy? Because they enjoyed the shechina of Hashem. What do you mean they were good in their heart? Every single Jew who went home, his wife got pregnant and had a baby boy. Every single Jew. Imagine there was probably a big Shemitah crisis in those days, right? I'll call to Hashem said unless uh, maybe a couple of years later they all had girls, right? I'll call to Hashem and said Hashem David, Avdo, she machal lo al to avon. They saw that David must be given to Shemitah. Useh lamo the achile who avon b'yom akipurim. Which means that they've got forgiven for the sin of eating on Yom Kippur because they ate on Yom Kippur on the day of Chanukah. That was the, they, they were worried that they they that because it was it was the it was the, the mikdash and they had to eat because it was one of those days. They thought that they were they would get they were getting trouble for it, but they saw that they that Hashem forgave them for that sin. What does it mean when Shalom says that a live dog is better than a dead lion? That's like the famous story. Please, Hashem, tell me my end. And the measure of my days, what is it? Tell me my end. Told him back. I never, I never tell you the end of Vasar v'adam. What's the, my measure of days? I don't tell you what's the measure of your days. What does that mean? Low, end? he said, What day am I going to die? He told him tamut. He's going to die on Shabbat. So David asks, do me a favor. Let me die on Sunday. Give me one more day. You're dying on Shabbat? Do me a favor. Hashem, I'm asking you for a favor. I'm supposed to be Shabbat. Can I please die the next day? Give me one day. I'm sorry. Sunday, that's your son's day. It's not your day. I can't give you one more day. It's not your day. It's Shalom's day. You you think okay uh, no no It's a chesbon you can't mess around that's thing. The end malchut no got be chavatah pido commanding one malchut can't touch next step. malchut even the size of a of an ant. So he said so Davi said okay listen I don't want to die of shabbat I'm not bad shabbat give me one less day give my son one extra day I don't want to die of shabbat. Amalo kitov yom ba hazehem aleph what does that mean tov yom hazehem me aleph I prefer one day of your learning Torah King Shalom is going to be great that he's going to build the bed with and do a thousand Olots. I'd rather one day of you learn Torah than a thousand of those Olots come one day earlier. I'd rather not. No, thank you. I'm not giving it. You die on that, Not El Shabbat and not Sunday. Neither. Okay, we are on the top of Lam in Amorbet. Call Yomad Shabta. So what David do? Every Shabbat, he had a minhag that all day on Shabbat he learns all day. That's what he's doing now. When he's learning, the Malachamavet has no nothing over you, so he's in trouble. The day he was supposed to die, day he was supposed to die, the Malachamavet came. They were in front of him and they couldn't get him. Of course. His mouth didn't stop worrying. Amar Ma'abila, what says, Well right to him. Havulabustanah. There was a garden behind his house. At a so the angel of death came. Salik Ubahish Milan. What did he do? He went on the, on the trees and he started shaking them in order that he should hear the, the noise and come out. Now Fak said. So he came out to see it now. Well, while David is, not, David is not stupid. He came out to see it, and he's not stopping learning. He's learning the whole time while he's coming out to see it, right? He's going up on the ladder. If And while he's going up on the ladder, the rung fell on him. Ishtik. And while the rung, so he was ready to walk up a ladder and see what's going on while was learning. But he wasn't ready for the rung to break. And when the rung broke, he stopped. He was quiet, and he died. Now when he died, there was a transfer of power, and now Shlomo became the king. Now listen to what Shalach Shlomo said the message of the Abba met, my father's dead, and his dead body is lying in the sun. I guess he had a heart attack, and the dead body was lying in the sun, and the sun is very, very bad for dead bodies. It could cause it to 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 um, smell. And my father's dogs are hungry. That's a separate question. He wanted to know, am I allowed, or am I as an onen, as a mitzvah, to feed my father's dogs or not? Okay? What should I do? So they sent it back to him. Cut up the nevela. You have to take care of it, even though you're on it and you still have to feed the dogs. What should you do with your father? Put on him a loaf of bread, or tinok, or kid. What to do? And you'll be able to move him out. He's mux on his own. But if you put a, a, a loaf of bread on him, then you can move him with the loaf of bread in order to get him out of the sun. Okay that's why Shlomo said that a live dog is better than a dead lion because his father for, for the dogs he was able to go and cut up things for the dogs but for his father he needed to put a, a loaf of bread now, now, now the rabbi who had gone off on a tangent they remember the map when they originally asked him, uh, what's the story with uh, lighting candle, putting out a candle for uh for uh, he went off on this whole tangent about Sha'amelah. Now he's coming back. Okay. and this question, it's gone, and this question that you asked me beforehand then and then called an end, and and the of a person is called an ed. It's better to put out the nair of a person. Of course, of course, it's better not to put. Don't. It's Muta to put out the candle in order to save the neshama of the choler. Which means like this the Nair Shabbat Salvadam is the candle that he lit. The Nair of Agash is the guy. So it's better to put out a person's Nair than to put out Hashem's Nair, which is the guy. So make sure to put out the candles so the guy can sleep. Okay? Rabbi, Let's go. Yes. Um, I know the rabbi said we were going off Tejim, but is, the, is there any connection between the previous Agaratha story and this whole Halakha? Okay. So well, one connection is the death of Shlomo Melech. The death of David Amilch. And putting out Michabet the nair of the person could be that's a connection. Um I think the video talked about, it. I forgot exactly what he says Everything, I'm sorry. Okay. Amar Budah, by The rabbis wanted to be gones, to be, to put in, in Genizah, sefer korelits. Right? They always wanted to put sefer korelits away. Why? Because, when B'neesh and the Rav Sotim said, because they have contradictions in korelits. Re'al O'gneesh, why did they put in Genizah? B'neesh t'chilatov de Bet Torah, besavot de Bet Torah. The beginning was de Bet the end of De Torah. What does that mean? Yeah, what do you say? Your, your voice got quiet a little bit. I'm sorry. The reason why they didn't do it is because the beginning and the end of Kohelet is the Vetorah. How do we see? What gain does a person have with all the work that he does under the sun? Rabbi says, the end law. Only under the sun he has no enjoyment. Ha, for, but that's because if you work on the things that that came after the sun, which means you work on that's when you have no reward. But Hashem if you work on the things that precede the sun, which is the Tyra, yes, so you do have reward. So, and what's so What does it mean at the end of the Torah? It says the end of things, what you should do is so you see, it's ending with Torah also. So when they figured if the beginning and the end is Torah, so the middle is probably probably work, probably okay, and workable too. My What what's it what do you mean, Adam? That this is all of man. I'm gonna be al Azad, kolam kulolinivra, elabishwil, elabish. That means that the whole world was created for this guy. That's what Kizeko Adam means. Zeh, means the whole world, is called for this guy. It means the opposite. It means that the world was created for him. It means that this guy is equal to everyone else in the world. If you are fearing Hashem, the whole world is equal to you. The reason why the whole world was created is to connect to a guy like this. Someone who fears Hashem and to serve him. Every, everything in the world is there to serve someone who serves Hashem. Okay. What was the steers in Kohelet that they had to try to fix up? We are now uh, on the first wide line. My says the Gemara. Ktiv. it says, tov ka'as mischok." It's better to be angry than to laugh. And then ktiv it also says, I said that about laughter, about laughter, that it's great, that it's praised. It says that I praise happiness. It says happiness, what does it do? Those are both contradictions. You're always going to answer them. When it says that anger is better than Better than laughter. That means it's better anger than anger That Hashem gets anger the Tzadikim in this world to get rid of the Averot. Better than Hashem when Hashem laughs with the Ushayim to give them their mitzvah. In this world, they don't get to the next world. That's the schok that a person does with Hashem in what does it mean that I praise Simcha? Zush Simcha Betsvar—that's Simcha Betsvar—that's a real thing, like I chanted Kallah. Who's Simcha Betsvar? what does it mean that? What does Simcha do for you? That is Zush Simcha. She knows that's Simcha Betsvar. that has no Simcha. A guy goes jet skiing. That's Simcha. That's nothing. Doesn't do anything. The shechina doesn't come on a person if he's depressed or if he's lazy, and not from laughing not from schmoozing. not from nonsense. it brings the Shikhina on a person. Elisha, when he was upset, he says, Attack again, go bring me a singer, again, and it will be again, and it'll come on him. The spirit of Hashem, the spirit of Hashem comes on a person when there's a simchah of nesva. Over there it was a simchah of and that's why this shogena came on Elisha. Also, when you learn halacha, you should start with simchah. Also, for a good dream, if you go to sleep with simchah, you get a good dream. Any, is that true that you should always start halacha? We say that if sitting in front of his Rebbe and he's not bitter, he's not scared, he'll get burnt. He has to be bitter. You can't be sitting in front of your Rebbe and be laughing. It's not a question. One with the Rebbe, one's with the students. they both with the Rebbe. <laughs> it depends on the Rebbe how he starts. The Rebbe is supposed to start off with a joke. But in the middle, the Rebbe is supposed to be very, very serious. It's supposed to be rough. <laughs> he always started with a joke. But <laughs> never left. they were all sitting very, very scared. And he started learning the halakha. The Av truly not just Kohelet that they want to put away, they also want to put away Mishle, which is the other Sefer that, that, that Shalomor wrote. They also find contradictions there. Why didn't they, why didn't they put it in Gerizah? Amru, they said to themselves, listen, we, we checked it, we found the reason. Let's check into this and find the reason for this too. What was contradicting each other? It says, don't answer the fool when he's a fool. And, and then it says the T Ross says, an exil it says, answer the fool when he makes a mistake. Should we answer the fool? Should we answer the fool? Lokasha. How me the Viturah? How Alma? When he's talking about the Virtua, you have to answer. And when he's talking about other things, ignore the guy. This is a crazy story. There was a guy who came in front of Rebbe. There was a guy who came in front of Rebbe. Alma leh, he told him, Ishdech Ishti. Your wife is with really my wife, which means that your wife was Mazana. and your kids are my kids. They're all they're all they all mam- so Rebbe told him, You want to drink a cup of wine? he drank. Upakai he died. So you see from this story that Rebbe answered him and he actually killed him. He didn't just ignore him. One, a guy came from a similar. He says, "Your mother's my wife." But you I'm know my son. so say "Of Want to drink a cup of wine." He drank and he died. You gotta be careful when you drink big cups. Amar Rechiah. worked. leit the Rabbi. Rabbi's davening worked. Dilo Binai mamzerim. He says it worked, then it didn't make my king the Otherwise, people would have believed this guy. Rebbe used to daven every day, and we stayed to feel this every morning. The Hashem should save us from azepani, people who have the chutzpah to be able to come and say, say things like this. That's one of the things we're praying for every day. Okay. One of these, when we say said, you should answer. He said that when, when Mashiach comes, a woman will give birth every day. It'll take one day for the woman to give birth. She'll give birth, she'll get pregnant, and give birth together. So made fun of He said, it says in Kohelet. That nothing's new than the sun, you're making a new thing. So he told him, No, if you want, I'll show you something similar in this world. He showed him a, 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 a hen. We know that the hens give birth to chicken, to eggs every day. So you see, a hen can do it every day. You see, it in this world, the does have this type of thing in the world, it's not something new. In the future, when Mashiach comes, they're going to give fruit every day. Just like a branch will come out every day, so too a fruit will come out every day. Like Leila told to me, the same time he had a problem with it. It says there's nothing new under the sun. I'll show you something similar some to this world. Now, he showed him the, the caper berry, and we learned about the caper berry, of course. In Mesechet, what then? We learned about the Cape Berry in Mesechet. Cape Berry. This, we learned it in here, no? No, we learned we, 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 we the Tzlaf, and uh we learned about the Tzlaf, and then there's different parts of the. the, 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 the what, what different parts do we say about the Berry? There's the Tzlaf and the Kafrisin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that seems like that that comes out every day. we two, in Israel, the fruit, the, the, the tree is going to come and and bring out loaves of bread. I guess not on Pesach though, right? And they're going to give you full suits. they are going to be suits growing on trees. He has the same problem. What do you mean there's nothing new to the sun? Now, I'll show you something similar in this world. He showed him the mushrooms that they grow right away. He showed him the seed around the seed is the matting that grows around the date tree that could grow in one day also. It's similar to to a, a, a wool garment. Person should always be anav like Hillel. you shouldn't be a qabdan like Shemai. And we here we're gonna bring you a famous story. We're gonna go a little ahead today, like we said before. We're trying to go ahead. So just stick with me, bear with me, we'll go a little ahead. They story with two people. that they had a they had a fight with each other. They said. Call me he told Donald. They had a, a bet, and whoever gets Hilel mad will get 400 jewels. I'll, I'll get him upset, So it was a Friday. Hillel was busy washing himself. he went to pass by his house. He says, Who's Ilel? Who's Hillel? So Hillel heard somebody looking for him. He wrapped his head up. He messed up it, it his hair. He messed it up. I'm a little bit says, "What are you looking for?" i I usually show. I have a question to ask you. i to show. Please ask my son. Why are the heads of the Babylonians cone shaped? Why do they have cone-shaped heads? This is a very big problem he had, right? You get a problem, and he needs the rabbi now. Okay. You have a very good question. They are very bad midwives. And therefore, the kids come out. They don't know how to shake their heads right. And that's why they look like that. He waited a little bit. We're looking again. Where's he there? Where's he there? He got wrapped up again. He messed up this thing again. What are you looking for? I have a question to ask? in Why do they have slanty eyes in Turmidah? He Gilasha, yes, excellent question. Because they always with the sand dunes, and the sand otherwise will go in their eyes, so they have to have these slanty eyes they ask to for Why do they have fat feet in Africa? Another very, very serious question. it's a very, very good question. Because they, live in places where there's a lot of uh, mud and therefore, the, these uh, fat, wide feet help them not sink in. He told him, He said, I have a lot of questions to ask. He said, but I'm very, very nervous to ask you all my questions. I'm afraid you might get angry. He said he remembers something he said about him. And they call him Shishakal. Shishakal, ask me only questions. I'm Atahu Helal. Are like, you Helal? Shekunin told me, I see Helal. They call you the Prince of of Chai. Understand that Helal is the Prince. He's not just a any guy. i He says yes. I'm imatahu. Lord, who come up to said there shouldn't be a lot like you in the world, in the Jews. I'm Aleh Beni. Brevata. i why? What's wrong? I lost 400 Jews because of you. Be careful with your speech. You should lose 800 Jews. And Elel is never going to be feed. It's worth it for you to get this lesson. The lesson not to get angry is worth 800 Jews. That's what he's telling him to be. Because he made a bet with the guy that did could get him out there. It's worth it to use eight hundred zoos not to to learn the lesson that you got. You think you didn't get the lesson? It's worth it to lose the money. That could be that that's someone say that's what he was saying over here. So we're gonna end over here with Tannen Rabanan Maaseh Benuchli Echad Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi. Pleasure. Thank you, Rabbi.